everybody, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How's it going? Pretty good. Good. You look good. You colored your hair. I was going to say you didn't notice. You usually notice. You're good. You're very good. Yeah. So what's going on out in the Parks blog today? I think they're trying to confuse us on the Parks blog. Why is that? Because they have a story on the planned Disney pocket guide to the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival for 2023. All right. And uh, of course, that was available through the uh, Plan Disney site, which is a it's actually a video blog. So you can go watch it over on YouTube. Um, Yeah, it's funny because the festival itself actually started in July. Right. So we're two months into the festival already. And now they're giving you a planning guide. Right. But the nice thing is, is that the festival runs until, I don't know, pretty much next August. <laughs> yeah, it's nonstop, right? Yeah. No, probably runs till, what, November runs when they November. start the... Um... Then the International Festival of the Holidays. The holidays, right. Uh, so they do have uh, some information about the Food and Wine Festival out there. It's still not too late to go. Uh, but I guess the big thing about this right now is there's going to be four new global marketplaces, which offer food and beverages... Uh, opening on September 22nd as part of the Disney 100 celebration at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll actually talk about that a little later when we talk about Epcot. Uh, but Plan Disney is giving you some tips and hints on visiting the International Food and Wine Festival 2023, presented by Corksicle. Very good. Some new Epcot Festival marketplaces are debuting on September 22nd, and there is a feature on some must-try menu items this fall. That's right. This is part of the Disney Blog's curated Disney Eat section. Uh, so what do we have coming? Connections Cafe has a new croissant donut with cinnamon and sugar, and the Connections Eatery has a Black Forest Bum Kuchen. I wonder what that is. Uh, that's like a uh, chocolate chocolate cake, like a... I think there's like Moose, 17 maybe? layers to it. It's oh, okay. a it's a cakey type thing. See, now that looks worth getting. Something right. different, you know? Yeah. Sunshine, Sunshine Seasons over at the Land Pavilion has five new treats available for the fall. The Key Lime Parfait, the Peanut Butter Whoopie Pie, the Fruit Tart, the Creme Brulee, and the Cookies and Cream Shake. Ooh, Peanut Butter Whoopie Pie. Yeah. You know who's celebrating two years? Who? Space 220 Restaurant. Hmm, we haven't been. No, we have not. But uh, they are offering some new menu items like a Neptune Tartare, which is a, a sushi. They have a roasted asparagus soup, which has jumbo lump crab meat in it. A bone-in pork chop, a pan-roasted swordfish, vanilla, vanilla bean Greek yogurt parfait, and the Cosmic Cupcake uh, as a new dessert. They've also got a handful of beverages. And then... As we mentioned in our previous story, there are four new global marketplaces opening in Epcot as part of the International Food and Wine Festival. Uh, so they do have, let's see, a new marketplace called Wine and Wedge that will offer cheeses and wines. Ooh. They have Char and Chop, which will offer salads and uh, meats. They have Bubbles and Brine, which will offer jumbo shrimp and clab, as well as... Clab? I love clab. I said crab. No, you didn't. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, what? Fizzy beverages like uh, champagne <laughs> and Dom, Perin- Dom Perignon, which is champagne. Uh, and then the last one is the Swirl Showcase that has a Mickey-shaped liquid nitro cake, mm. soft serve and a waffle cone, a cream soda float, and a Fanta grape float. So that looks like uh, pretty much an ice cream uh, stand. D- yeah. stand. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, if you're going to Epcot, uh, as part of the Disney 100 celebration, you can get the new Disney 100 Purple Mickey Mouse Balloon Bucket to fill your popcorn. 
uh, and that is available over in Epcot, and it looks like every other balloon except this one is now purple. I was going to say, please, with all the different cool popcorn buckets, you're going to get that one? Right. No. That's all the news of note in the Disney Parks blog, so why don't we head on over to Disneyland? All right. Um, they are preparing for the return of the holiday season at Disneyland. Um, the Magic Happens Parade, though, is going to soon start offering limited performances in October before hosting its final parade of the season. That's right. Beginning October 2nd, Magic Happens will go from two performances daily at 3.30 and 6.30 to one performance at 6.30 p.m. on weekdays. They will still do their two weekend performances. Uh, and then the final parade performance of the season will be on October 15th. Uh, as they get ready, Cheryl mentioned, for the uh, a Christmas fantasy parade. But there is an almost uh, one-month window between October 15th and November 10th where there are no parades at Disneyland. Oh, that's unfortunate. That's true. Uh, the Christmas fantasy parade will begin November 10th, and it will run through January 7th, along with all of the other uh, holiday festivities. Uh, you may remember Magic Happens debuted in 2020 as part of Disneyland's 65th anniversary, but then was roughly, uh, uh, quickly stopped, abruptly stopped in March mm-hmm. because of COVID. Right. And then finally returned to Disneyland in February 2023. And they gave it an extra, what, eight months? Yeah. Seven months? Not great. So uh, we will see if this returns next year or not. Okay. After having been previously closed for a year for refurbishment, Mickey's Toontown is going to be closing uh, just certain areas to address some persistent problems. That's right. Mickey's Toontown reopened in March of 2023 with a whole bunch of new areas. Uh, And it has been announced that Centennial Park is going to be closing uh, through October 22nd. Uh, And then once that is open, Goofy's How-To Play Yard is going to close on October 23rd with no reopening date. So, you know, there have been water uh, issues with the turf. There's been issues with the rubber flooring. There's been issues with the soft surfaces. There's been leaks in fountains. There's been uh, artificial surface issues. You said that like four times. Yeah. Well, (laughs) artificial surface and turf are two different things. Major problem with artificial surfaces. So, yeah, they're, they're having all sorts of issues with this park. And as great as it is and inclusive as it is for everyone... Um, it's just, it, it, it hasn't been open without an issue. No, since, yeah, they've had some trouble. Since March. Well, hopefully they can fix that up. So we'll see what happens, but, uh, we're going to have a, a couple months worth of work there. Okay. The current version of World of Color, titled World of Color One, is set to leave for the holiday season to make way for World of Color Season of Light. But now sources are suggesting that the show will return again in January, 2024, rather than the original World of Color show. That's right. Uh, The World of Color One debuted in January 2023 as part of the Disney 100 Years Celebration. Um, And it looks like it may be coming back for a second year. Okay, good. I mean, maybe not. I don't know if people are upset about that, but... Right. That wraps things up in Disneyland, so let's head over to Walt Disney World. All right, we're going to go to the backside of the castle where the... um, Cinderella Fountain has been uh, refurbished and is back running. Is it? Did they refill it? It's it's still empty. Uh, But the the, uh, Cinderella Fountain has been repaired and repainted, as Cheryl mentioned. Uh, Back in June, they drained it and kind of put some uh, ropes around it or something. Yeah. And they've been doing work since. Uh, They've resurfaced the bottom of the fountain 
And, uh, you know, it took them three months to do what should be a, a simple concrete <laughs> repair job. project. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully there'll be water back in there soon and it'll be back to its original glory. One can hope. You know, I'm now listing every annual passholder story <laughs> just because of you. All right. All the things that are available for me to buy as an annual pass holder. Um, now the newest one is some glassware that's available at Crystal Arts, the Erebus Brothers location in the Magic Kingdom. That's right. There are three types of glasses available to AP holders. It is a cooler, an old-fashioned glass, and a stemmed glass. The stemmed glass is $24. Uh, the old-fashioned glass is $14, and the 15-ounce cooler glass is $14. All of the glasses are embossed with the D-shaped annual pass holder logo featuring Mickey Mouse. I actually would buy one of those. Would you really? I like those. All right. All right. Well, once you activate your annual pass, maybe they'll still be available. Maybe. Parking lot trams have returned to service at Epcot after a three and a half year absence, which is the first time since March 2020 that trams have been available at all four Walt Disney World theme parks. Yes, that is very exciting news. Um, uh, maybe we're seeing the end of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, this might be the final marker. It's not, though. Oh, it's not? Mouse boats have not yet returned. Boat rentals have not yet returned. Yeah, but maybe that's never going to return. God, I, I mean, do so. they say that it's ever going to return? I don't know. I'd like them to return. So sad. No mouse boats for you. Over at Epcot, the old Starbucks has become a Swirled Showcase global marketplace for the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. That's right. And that marketplace is going to open on September 22nd and is expected to stay open through the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. Um, You may know, if you're familiar with Epcot, that that old Starbucks is at the end of the Rose Path. Yes. All right. Good. Now we can get ice cream instead of coffee. Whatever. That's fine. New signs for the Figment meet and greet and the upcoming Mickey meet and greet have been installed outside the Imagination Pavilion at Epcot. That's right. The new signs are at the bottom of the ramp that leads to the Disney and Pixar short film festival. Uh, They're circular and on a yellow pole, but the uh, directional signs point in different directions because those meet and greets are not housed together. Oh, all right. That makes sense then. Would, would you like to see the return of Honey, I Shrunk the Audience? Because it seems like that whole theater where they do the Disney and Pixar Film Festival is is such a It's a underutilized. Waste. It's underutilized. Yes, exactly. but I, I don't really want that back. No? No, not really. How about Captain EO? God, no. All right. No, they just need to come up with something completely new. All right. All right. So this next story um, is sort of a rehash of something that we just already did. Uh, the po- parking lot, lot trams returned to Hollywood Studios after over three years, which is exciting, except when we did the Epcot one, I said finally returned to all four parks, which sort of gave it away. That's right. No more. There was no surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. Anyway, so they're at Hollywood Studios, too. The scrim has been removed from the Star Tours facade at Hollywood Studios, revealing the refreshed Star Wars Endor forest mural. That's the whole story right there. That scrim has been up since June. The mural itself was uh, fading and peeling, and uh, now it has been refreshed. Lovely. Disney Band Plus is coming to the Disney Magic Cruise Ship in October. That's right. Disney Band Plus is the Cruise Lines version of the Magic Band, or Magic Band Plus, Mm -hmm. and it's finally being rolled out to the Magic, so it's... All ships in the fleet will have access to the Disney Band Plus. Wow, we haven't even cruised with that yet. It's been a while, I guess. I know. It's been over a year. The Disney Wonder ended the 2023 Alaskan season uh, this past Monday and headed to Dry Dock on Tuesday. 
That's right. The Wonder is now in Victoria, Canada at the, well, dry dock. Uh, the Esquimalt Graving Dock is what it's called. It is the largest non-military dry dock on the west coast of the Americas. Uh, she will be there until she uh, leaves for her October 3rd sailing, which is going to be a 10-night sailing to Hawaii. Okay. Uh, as the ship is heading then on the first leg of her Trans-Pacific voyage for their first season in Australia. All right. So it is expected to be just a bunch of soft goods right. uh, and some refurbishment for the ship. Okay. And in entertainment news, the Once Upon a Studio short film is going to premiere on ABC on October 15th as part of the 100th anniversary celebration. Uh, you may remember we mentioned that film probably about four months ago that it was uh, being shown and it celebrates 100 years of animation. Right. Uh, and it's, I believe, like a five or seven minute film. Okay. And it covers 100 years of Disney animation. Very good. We'll have to check it out. And we've got one universal story and the only reason we have it is because it's a Moldorama story. Tony's favorite. Uh, the Bride Mummy Moldorama is now at the Tribute Store. Actually, it's the Bride of Frankenstein and Mummy Moldoramas are now available. Oh, I'm working with a, uh, a very abbreviated notes list here. That's right. So uh, you can pick those up at the Hall uh, Halloween Horror Nights Tribute Store at Universal Studios if you're interested. I very, love Moldorama. I know you do. I know we might have to go just for that. So that's all the news for today. We'll be back on Monday with more news. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.